Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Sunday Messages. And we are talking about the unknown today. This is going to be more of me riffing on the unknown and talking about how to utilize it more than anything else. So this is a good podcast relating to manifestation, not directly, but more off-center when we're thinking and talking about manifestation. And I only have a couple questions from you guys that I got from you on Instagram, so nothing major. It's definitely going to be more me riffing rather than answering Q&A. So let's go ahead and dive into this. I know a lot of you, if you're into anything spiritual, if you listen to other spiritual practitioners for any length of time, more than likely they're going to bring up the unknown. And there's a lot of coaches who talk about the unknown. You know, it's it's kind of a hot button topic to discuss. And So this is how I would recommend you kind of frame the unknown in your mind. So the unknown is essentially any space that hasn't occurred that's existing out in front of you. So you can view the unknown as kind of like a blank white sheet of paper, okay? And anything can exist there. Everyone is constantly projecting their own whatever it is that they're embodying, they're going to be projecting it onto that white sheet of paper. Now, let me interject at this point just to say, because I I know this is a question that a lot of people have in terms of like a karmic agreement or a life contract that you have, it's kind of a middle ground of yes and no. Anything that you've signed up for, so, so the element that you could consider to be predetermined, right? Those things aren't going to pass you by, but the idea of you having creative power, creative will, and ability to exert your will in order to manifest and create things still exists, even though there are certain things that you're meant to experience, right? So it's a little bit of both. I don't fall into the camp of Everything is predetermined, everything is predestined, and I also don't fall into the camp of there's absolutely no destiny at all, everything is just a making of your own will. I I think it's a little bit of both. I think they both exist in there. So we don't need to know every waking detail of whatever type of contract we might have or any type of experience that we really, really, our spirit wanted to experience in this lifetime, we don't need to know all of that. All we need to do is focus on what are we putting on that blank white sheet of paper, that time and space that exists out in front of us. I'm sure for many people, you know, myself included, (laughs) considering the fact that I am a psychic and do this work full time, It's kind of frustrating not being able to peek around every single corner. It's frustrating having to come back to myself and at the end of the day have to embody all of this stuff and do all of the energetic work that's involved in all of this. So yes, of course, having a map out in front of me that just said, okay, you're going to do this, 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 and this in theory would be nice, but at the same time, life would be incredibly boring. It would be extremely disempowering and we would be miserable if we actually had that. So 
it's kind of like, yes, both exists, but we want the majority of our energy to be on the side of how are we going to work with the unknown to our advantage rather than fearing it or being concerned with it or demonizing it. That's probably the worst thing that you can do. Now, if you had a really tormented experience, if you've been burned a whole bunch of times, you might have a severe aversion to wanting to lean into the unknown, even though whether you like it or not, it's what sits out in front of you. So you really have no choice. The unknown, that time and space out in front of you, is literally all that exists. That's all there is. So you only have two choices in this case. You can fear it, okay? You cannot lean into it, not trust it, or not actively create in it and contract while you're still moving into the unknown. So all of the things that you fear technically can still exist in the unknown. So preventing yourself from trusting or relaxing into the unknown or actively creating Holding yourself back from all of that does not actually spare you from experiencing the normal dark side, the shadow side of the human experience. It's not going to protect you. It's an illusion that you're buying into that that is the idea of safety or that's what's going to keep you safe. The more accurate statement here is that the behavior of withholding, contracting, not trusting, That's ultimately going to hold you back more than anything else. So before I get too heady with all of that, let me just put this in simple terms. The unknown is infinite potential. So the unknown, the empty space, the blank sheet of paper, the only thing that this represents is potential. What you do with it is completely up to you. That's at your discretion. Whether or not you capitalize on the unknown is entirely up to you. But just bear in mind, if you are one of those people who really is not interested in the unknown or using it to your advantage, you're you're limiting yourself. That's really all that happens when you do that. There's a second layer of this as well. There's what I call active and passive manifestation. So the unknown, the blank slate that exists out in front of you, it's not entirely blank because we're constantly projecting, right? We project our beliefs, we project old stories in relationships, we act out and project our experiences with our parents onto potential partners and try to heal through all of that, right? We're constantly in a state of creating whether we're actively doing it or not. Now, what I call people who are just on autopilot, who aren't consciously working with the unknown, with that infinite potential sitting in front of you, that's what I call passive manifestation. So they're just kind of going through the motions, projecting what they've experienced, and they're not actively creating whatever it is that they want to experience in this lifetime or expanding into their full potential. And it's just kind of going through the motions. Active manifestation 
is when you're intentionally deciding what's going to be on that blank slate, what you're going to put into the unknown. So this is where the whole idea of, okay, manifest your future, manifest the things that you want. That's essentially all it is. You're priming yourself energetically in order to use the unknown and fill it with the things that you do want. And the currency of this, I've talked about this a bunch of times, is emotion. So I'm not going to go into that rabbit hole, but this is why you see people, the more healing they do, the more they change their internal state, and you see this really consistently. It's like if you do a lot of work on healing your relationships, if you're in therapy and practicing and doing the work and moving trauma, beliefs, information that doesn't serve you out of your body, you're going to see this reflected back to you in a positive light in the outside world, in that unknown space. And the reason being is that you're changing your energetic state, and so then that's what gets projected, that's what manifests in the unknown space. Of course, there are many people, and this is completely fine, there are a lot of people who say, well, no shit, if you start taking different actions, then you're going to get a different result. I don't actually agree. You can, for example, go into therapy or you can make different decisions, but your experience can be completely consistent. It can be the same over and over and over again. And that can be kind of, or a lot, maddening for many people. And so it's an issue of energetics. So whether you take a practical standpoint of, I'm just going to take different actions and that's going to yield different results. That's one way of looking at things. And it does work for many people. I'm saying I fall into the camp of it has more to do with the energetics than anything else. So regardless of the action, the action is something that you do need to blend together with the intention, with the energetics. But all of that, the actions that you take are technically energetic. The energy that you pour into the actions that you're taking are energetic. It's kind of like, you know, people talk about this all the time. Working out is a great example. I I know I use a lot of fitness examples. But it's kind of like, are you working out to punish yourself because you ate a cupcake? Or are you working out because you're celebrating the fact that you have mobility and you like seeing what your body gets to do and you really are interested in having a healthy, mobile body throughout this lifetime? You know, those are two different intentions and two different energies that you're putting behind the same action. So therefore, the result, the effect of both of those things are going to be different from an energetic perspective, from a manifestation, from an unknown perspective. You're going to be projecting different energies into that empty space out in front of you, and it's ultimately going to yield a different result. Now, as far as building in the unknown, or or like I mentioned earlier, you know, projecting something different into the unknown, start with thoughts, words, and actions. You know, this is very, very practical. I like keeping things practical, and that's where I would start to examine what you're doing. Like the fitness example, if you're taking the action but you feel like shit as you're doing it, 
that's probably not going to yield as great of results as if you do something with love, compassion, happiness, uh, an intent of healing. Like all of that is going to carry something very different. And so if you just take a microscope to your thoughts, words, and actions, and you unpack what's going on there, and then you align those three things, this is of course, way more complicated, but I'm not going to go into all of it. That's where you can really start to gain some traction with the unknown. There's a lot of meditations that you can do. I mean, all of the meditations that I do work with the unknown in some capacity, right? We're resetting that manually, But there's infinite ways to work with this. It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not a one-secret recipe. It's not a just do these three things and that's what's going to bring you success. It really is just about doing whatever energetically helps you shift it. That's different for everybody, right? So you might be super, super practical, want to take that approach. You might take a super, super spiritual approach. You might do a ton of meditation on it and just want to do it manually. That way that works. So do a lot of other things. So don't think about it as there's there's one thing that I need to get. Many different paths will get you to where you want to go, but just consider the energetic piece is going to be big if we're thinking about what it is that you're putting into the unknown and how that's going to grow and how that's going to manifest. So if you tackle the energetic piece, it's really going to help you expand into that in ways that are in alignment with you ultimately. Now let me go ahead and answer these questions. This first one is, how would I know what to ask about the unknown if it's unknown? Ah, ha, 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 ha. Okay, we're not talking about things that are predetermined. The The unknown is the blank slate. So I think it was just a misunderstanding of, like, what, what I'm describing when I say the unknown. I'm just referring to, like, the hokey spiritual, oh, the unknown. I talk about it, too. Um... So that's more of what I was referring to. It's not about you have, because a lot of the unknown isn't written yet. We're just collectively and individually projecting onto the space that exists in front of us, ahead of us, that hasn't arrived yet. And then we get that reflection back to us in the present moment. And so you want to start adjusting yourself in the present moment in order to yield a different result when the future gets to you now. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Okay, so how to trust and not need to know everything. So one is just accepting the fact that you can't know everything. And you can trust me on that because I do psychic readings for a living and even I don't know everything. It's frustrating at times, sure. Like there are some things where I really want to know the outcome. But at the end of the day, my advice for you or dealing with that would be it sounds to me like you actually have a disempowered view of the unknown, right? And that happens to a lot of us if we've been given a raw deal or if we've had the rug pulled out from underneath us too many times and so now it's really uncomfortable or you feel like you're constantly bracing for impact. That's more of an emotional thing that needs to be adjusted, right? That's more of 
again, doing the emotional and energetic work to not make that a a divine truth of yours. You don't want to adopt that as being a divine truth because then you're just constantly going to be in those emotions. So that's where you would want to adjust it there. But then also, it's kind of like we're not, at least my belief, what has really helped me is just looking at it as I'm not a victim of the unknown. I'm not a victim of what lies ahead, right? I've had things happen in my life where I've been victimized, but that's not an indication of what life has in store for me from here on out. It's very easy to kind of slip back into, oh my God, things are going to happen to me, rather than coming from an empowered place of, I'm going to call intentionally things into my life and actively create. I'm actively creating. So what helps me is knowing that I don't need to know everything because I'm actively creating the things that I'm experiencing. Yeah, of course, there's going to be, you know, shit that happens along the way. But that's not really where you want to put all your eggs. You want to put your eggs in what you can control and what you can create and what you can manifest in the actions that you can take in this moment. And that's where things are going to help you go from feeling really disempowered or like things are happening to you rather than you actively creating them. And then they're going to move into, oh, okay, I know what's coming because I've been preparing myself for it, working on it, creating it, cultivating it, doing all of the other work that's involved. So I just go back into, you don't need to know what happens up ahead because all you have is the present moment projection. There's no way to tell what is going to happen out in front of you unless you're just doing the same exact thing over and over and over. Then it's it's going to be really consistent. But if you're adjusting what you're doing, how you're approaching it, the emotions that you're holding in your body, the beliefs that you're holding in your body, if you're tweaking all of that along the way, things will improve. They will get better and better and better as you practice that over time. So it doesn't have to be something where you're guessing or you're uncertain or you don't know what's happening because you're building it. So that's what I would recommend uh, for you to kind of shift into. That way it's like you're actually able to trust yourself, not throwing a Hail Mary or like, I hope nothing bad happens to me. Instead, you're just actively creating Okay, and then reassurance of not screwing up my life by changing careers and venturing into something new. So this kind of is where I would I would go back into more of the predetermined mentality because you kind of want to pick and choose the perspectives that are going to make you feel supported and empowered. That that's what's true for me at least, and and what approach I take with everything is like, does this belief help me or make me feel like a victim or like I'm powerless or like I'm being defeated, you know, because then I want to toss those out. So instead, it's like if you switch your careers, it doesn't mean it's a dead end road and then every the world stops turning because you decided to change your career. It's just about understanding that you're going to land where you need to no matter what. So with the example of a career change, 
how do you know that changing your career isn't going to ultimately lead you to a really fulfilling and satisfying opportunity and open doors that wouldn't have otherwise opened had you not gone down that path? So you can't concretely say, I'm going to screw up my life if I make this choice, or I'm going to screw up my life if I don't make this decision, or I, I don't take that other job. It's kind of like there's there's no way to know for sure, but what you can know for sure is that you're going to land where you need to. The right doors are going to open, or if the job is totally out of alignment with you, it's just going to fall away. You're going to say, oop, that's not for me, and then you can pivot again. So no matter what, you're going to get clarity about everything, whether it be this is totally in alignment with me or not in alignment with me. Either way, the data is going to support you. The good data, the bad data, the this is in alignment, this is out of alignment. These things aren't good or bad per se. It, it's just information. The same thing goes for failure. If you try something and then you fail, quote unquote, really that's just information on alignment. Did you love the process? Did you hate the process? Did you enjoy yourself? Did you feel miserable? Did, is it something that opened up a whole box of passions? Or is it something that you're just feeling lukewarm about? No matter where you end up going in terms of did this work out or did it not, that's actually secondary to the fact that you're gaining clarity. So if you just take the action and then you get the clarity, then it's worth it in the end because all of a sudden you get to cross that thing off your list of maybe I would like this or maybe I wouldn't. So instead of sitting and thinking about it for six years, you can just go do the damn thing and see for yourself, like really trust that you're going to get the information that you need. And that's the important piece. It's not actually does it work or does it not? It's just am I clear? Am I aligned? And then knowing that there is space for you, there's a right place for you. That's just something that if you have an earth body, it's true. Everyone has a space, everyone has a place, everyone has a purpose. There are no exceptions. So you can rest assured that you're not going to be floating off into outer space just because you're considering a career move, you know? So I hope that helps and gives you some clarity. Know that the unknown isn't something that needs to be demonized. It's just that a lot of us have been really burned and wounded and had crappy things happen. And so now we're constantly bracing for that as we move into an unknown space or as we try to level up or as we try to call in bigger and better things. So it's normal for there to be kind of a contraction and expansion into the unknown or feeling like you are more empowered around the unknown. But at the end of the day, it's coming one way or another. So you may as well use it to your advantage. Capitalize on the energy that is undefined. Capitalize on the blank sheet of paper and see what it does for you. It's worth a shot. I mean, I consider it to be way better than running on autopilot. So you may as well take some risks, do some things that feel really in alignment, and know that you 
everything is figure outable, everything is fixable, everything is solvable in some capacity, even the darkest of experiences have, you know, there's always the duality within all of this. So that's all that I've got for today, everybody. I hope this helps. And as always, if you need to submit a prayer for Wednesday's podcast, go ahead and go to onyxhealing.com or you can check out the notes or the description box, depending which platform you're listening to this on. And until next time, if you need support, if you need to work with me, go book a session at onyxhealing.com and I will talk to you all later. Have a good one. Bye-bye.